Hey everyone, before we get started with this week's episode, uh, three housekeeping items. First, this episode is powered by Lyft. Thank you so much to Lyft Aviation for sponsoring the podcast. Head on over to Lyft Aviation USA at www.liftusa.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT for 25% off most items on the website. Second order of business, we have Sebring 83 contest, April 28th through the 30th. Shout out to uh, Nathan Zyman for... Uh, um, shooting me a message and um, asking to get the info out. Okay, so uh, it's coming up, guys, next week. Uh, box open for practice April 25th through the 27th. Um, much better weather than the uh, fall contest last year. Okay, pizza party Thursday night at the airport. Uh, Wellmark box, restaurant in the FBO. That's a good thing. Uh, a couple of great auction items to be auctioned too, um, including some lift gear. I like hearing that. Uh, so definitely go sign up, guys. All right. Um, Pre-register as soon as possible if you're planning on attending. But that should be a good contest. Sebring is always a good contest. Uh, third item on the on the uh, docket here is we tried to have AJ Wilder and uh, Chris Olmstead on together. Um, AJ had some business come up literally the moment we started uh, started recording the podcast. So he went off. We actually didn't even get to have AJ on. So we'll have AJ on by himself eventually. Uh, but we had a great podcast with Chris. Um, he's an awesome dude and uh, really fun to talk to. We also had a few audio issues. Um, his audio wasn't the best. Uh, try to uh, edit the audio as best as I could. Um, so I do apologize in advance, guys. There were some some uh, technical difficulties on this one, but hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoy Chris Olmstead um, talking about Olmstead Aviation, Figure One Foundation, and uh, all the Santa Paula, uh, Santa Paula antics. Um, I know uh, Jeff and I enjoyed that a lot. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into it. Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Chris, what's up, man? We have Chris Olmstead from Olmstead Aviation, right? Figure One Foundation. Yeah, pleasure to have me. What's up, brother? Oh, not much, man. Just beautiful day out here in Southern California. Oh my God. What, what's the temperature? So I can be well. I guess I, I can't be envious. It's it's perfect up here in Northern California. It's just a little breezy, but what's the weather like yeah. down there in SoCal? Sunny and seventy-five, just like every day. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Is there like yeah. an inner rivalry between Northern California and Southern California? You know, I grew up in Northern California, so it's. I used to uh, have a little stigma against, you know, the the Dodgers and all that, but now I'm down here, so, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> got a got a little, um, um, you know, I I love it down here. I just try not to go any farther south than Santa Paula. I, you know, try and keep out of LA and we got a good 300, 320 good flying days a year out here. And, um, it's so unfair. weather's nice. And so what yeah, did you grow up in Northern California? Santa Cruz. Yeah. I was based out of Watsonville is where I oh. started flying. Yeah. So the yeah, only yeah. thing I know in Northern California is the Bay area because Mark yep. says it every chance he can. <laughs> yeah. It's more, more central California really, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the funny thing is is people argue about what the bay area what what's in the bay area and what's not and then everybody calls the bay area northern california it is it is more central than it is northern yeah my my definition is if you see redwood trees it's northern california <laughs> yeah um, yeah that, that's that's so true that's so true <laughs> awesome, cool dude man. well uh we gotta t we, there's so many things we gotta talk about we have aj wilder he's he's out running around doing crazy shit so he'll be he'll be joining the podcast as well but uh can you tell a little bit of people about what you do sure um yeah i mean i i started flying as a teenager and um you know i was again i was up in uh that you know the watsonville so I was close proximity to wayne hanley and and sean's place down there in salinas and and metsfield and king city so i got some influence from them um 
got real lucky meeting Bill Stein right off the bat. And he was kind of my first coach getting into aerobatics. I was just instantly hooked doing my first ride. And, um, <clears throat> I definitely wouldn't recommend, but I flew a pits with like 30 tailwheel hours and, you know, a pretty, pretty <laughs> short, uh, piss checkout, but ended up surviving and just been, been playing acro ever since. Um, you know, and did then, you do that at Tuzima? Yeah. Yeah. I flew with, uh, with, you know, Ben Freelove and Ken Erickson and, and those guys and, you know, great program. Um, they've got up there. Those guys are freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and so that kind of inspired me. I, and my dad wanted me to go airlines and I never had any aspirations to doing that. Uh, I just wanted to play with toys my whole life. So that's what I'm doing. And, um, came down to Santa Paula in 2008 and a couple of years after started my own flight school down here. Um, it like primarily doing the safety training, the spins and upset and pitch check out, you know, but I'll, take people to their first competitions and fly safety pilot with them and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and then I <clears throat> met, uh, AJ who you'll, talk, you know, hear from soon, but, um, he was flying a great lakes when I first met him back in like 2010, <laughs> you know, and he's, uh, slowly worked his way up, uh, which I think is the right way to do. Um, you know, and I went, went through teaching, you know, him spins and, he got hooked and we both loved aerobatics and then we decided to start a nonprofit called figure one. And, uh, now we offer, you know, aviation flight training scholarships to people that we do tailwheel endorsements and spin training and aerobatic training and all that. Um, you know, and we've been, we've been doing that since I think 2016 now. So. Yeah. By the way, the name is, it's, it's a, I think it's the best name in aviation. I mean, it's for a it's super yeah. cool name who came up with it. Um, I think it was both of us together were tossing out stuff at a you could take credit at a bar at a bar here, but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, we (laughs) you know we kind of wanted like figure one like the the start I guess you know obviously figure one uh the logo you know has the same arresty symbol in it uh tried to keep it clean aviation related but um you know. It's, um, it had to be you. It had to be you that came up with it because AJ would have picked like figure sixty nine or something. <laughs> well, look, look, look at his tail number, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, yeah. just uh, we'll plug it really quick. It's figureonefoundation.com? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Check right. it out. We we do like four, you know, scholarship opportunities a year. We, well, there's several ones every quarter. Um, I think we give eight scholarships away a year i think we've we're up to like 46 scholarships given uh so far that's amazing it, that's yeah it's all awesome. it's all online you, you know you can walk through it it's not you don't have to write any big essay or anything you get on there you fill out a can i um, no you can i apply. suggest a <laughs> yeah can i suggest a new scholarship yeah i would me. like to it's going to be called the mark pollard scholarship for aerobatics and basically it's going to go to somebody to who flies through their first contest so if you go to a contest mm-hmm. your first contest you will get um all expenses paid from aj and chris the mark wait, how, wait but it has your name has my name in it name. i had nothing to do with it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, we've we've actually talked about that one our our latest one we we just started a, a glider one that we've got a, a 13 year old kid going through i think he's 14 now but we're uh, we solo, you know, solo on him at, at, uh, 14 so he can get his license at 16 and then, you know, move up and then solo power at 16, trying to get him started young. So that's uh, awesome. Very cool. And the other what kind one of glider is it? Not, not that way here. Yeah. I hate gliders on the show. Yeah. 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 Gliders <laughs> are cool though, man. <laughs> no, we've got, uh, uh, what is it called? Crystal air out in the Antelope Valley doing it. And they've got, They've got a ton of different gliders they work with. Um, yeah, if you haven't done glider aerobatics, I recommend it. You know, just just going around energy management, hearing the you know the the sound of the airfoil makes and stuff, when you don't you don't get that experience flying behind a big engine. So yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You start talking about gliders on our podcast, and the audio just goes to shit. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> but any, um, so how many, you said that some of the, the students go to contests and everything like that. What do you enter them in? Do you put them in primary or do some of them skip that level? Um, I, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I recommend primary, even if you have experience. I don't know. It's just a good, it's what it's meant for. Um, but you know, it, it, it all depends. What I, what I recommend is do the, the, uh, achievement awards, the IC smooth patches. And I'll, normally nice. I'll have my, my students at least have one smooth patch higher than they compete. So if they're flying primary, they do sportsman first, you know, and that kind of thing. So they go in a little bit more prepared. Nice. And they're flying the pits, the S2A that you guys got? Yeah, exactly. Which it looks like a pits and sounds like a pits, but when you got when you got two people in a four cylinder biplane, it it uh, you know is actually more underpowered than some of the decathlons that are single seat, you know, or solo. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Light scooper decathlon would be, yeah, would be better performance probably. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're when we're doing intermediate stuff with two people in there. There's almost always a built-in break, and the judges are bitching about you being high, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, nice. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But, you, um, you, kind of, you kind of gravitated towards, like, the safety and, and upset recovery element of aerobatics more than maybe teaching so, or fo focus on uh, teaching aerobatics. That's, like, the route that I was, I was totally – totally gravitated to like spin recovery and upset recovery in, in terms of what I like to teach too. Like what, what made you, what made you gravitate towards kind of that, that I guess subset of unusual flying or uh, you know, full attitude flying uh, rather than have um, I mean, you teach aerobatics too, but I would, I would say you're probably more centrally focused on the um, on the safety aspect and recovery aspect of it. Aren't you? Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. I mean, there's a lot of answers. One of them, I've just seen too many people pass away from things that are definitely controllable. Um, yeah. You know, that's large, yeah, you know, large majority of aviation accidents in general are loss of control and that stuff's just not being taught anymore. You know, so I, yeah. I, you know, I just see how much people get out of it and improve like in a, a week's time, um, you know, and, and uh, it's, you know, it's really, really fun just seeing, you know, it kind of reminds, takes me back to when I was first starting and everything and, um, self-taught aerobatics is not the way to go. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> you, know, so, <laughs> you know, and I think, you know, I, I go from people that just got their license to, you know, 20,000 plus hour, uh, guys that, you know, everybody gets something out of it. Um, you know, and it's, it's a challenge, you, you know, it's physical, mental, everything. Uh, and it's just, everyone goes away with a smile you know so it's it's it feels like i'm not working you know i get a kick out of it um yeah you know it's yeah it's it's fun for me i don't think i'll ever get tired of it um yeah that's my that's that's definitely what i like i like teaching the most like you know i only from a from an aerobatic standpoint i only teach recreational at best but the upset recovery and spin recovery stuff is definitely what i i like teaching more I and mean, so it's such a good utility to have you know, and everybody can benefit from it. It's so much fun to teach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, do you, like my, do you find that like the uh, the younger kids are a lot easier to teach than say like the uh, older generation? Well, and um, definitely, but but not with the decision making, which is probably one of the more important factors. You know, so they they could you know absorb all the skills you teach them. You, you know, show it to them once and they got it. Uh, but you know, I don't think it takes, uh, you know, a, you know, the, a rock star pilot to fly aerobatics. I think it just takes good decision-making, you know, and getting the right training and making sure you're in a well-maintained airplane. And, um, you know what I mean by that? Something as simple as altitude. I, I think aerobatics is inherently safe as long as you have altitude, you know, you're wearing a parachute and you have something well-maintained and you got the training. Um, you know, you, you have a lot of control, but you start pushing altitude and, and a lot of those, uh, you know, your options go out the window. Um, you know, so I love, I love air shows, you know, I've dabbled in some local air shows back when, and I, and I like competition and everything, but I could have just as much fun flying aerobatics up high, 
you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, totally. Um, hold on one second. We're just, what uh, is the, what is the status of, uh, um, and I don't know if you want to get into this or want to talk about it or not, but obviously last year with nationals, um, there was, you know, a lot of drama and uh, we haven't talked to AJ. We've been wanting to get AJ on to talk about that as well. Um, but, um, can you talk a little bit about kind of your thoughts and your position on, on some stuff that happened uh, with nationals and the, the board meeting and kind of how you view the IAC now? And, and um, are you, are you competing now? Or are you bringing uh, students to compete now? And what are your thoughts on all that? Well, I mean, right now I'm, I'm so busy that, you know, I'm lucky if I'm getting a contest or two a year. Um, whereas when I first started my business, I was doing five or six you know, contest a year. So, you know, the, my competing isn't so much, you know, because of the IC or not, but, um, you know, I, I definitely think that there was a big learning experience that happened. And I think that a lot of people dealt with what happened in a very positive way. I'm almost glad that, you know, there, there was, you know, I think something needed to be happy, you know, to happen to make some change. And I think we're headed in the right direction yeah. now. So, um, you know, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there was a lot of like know, uh, rules that were out there. That, well, there was lack of rules think there was any in terms of what happened and, and how to address it. There was only like issues uh, one rule, which was the DQ itself. Um, and, and I'm, I'm sure. all for if, you know. So if there's I definitely think a lot of good things came from it. Safety, and then, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, for it, but. Uh, when you know, it happened to like two of the nicest people I know. Putting the most qualified so, person on I think, the U.S. Uh, team. I haven't spoken to Britt. Um, Have you guys to spoken to Britt at all? Go back and forth of reading between the lines. It's of been a, a while of a rule book, and um, you know, I think we're not. It's been, we're not making I mean, money. We're spending a bunch of it regarding we're, nationals. You know, yeah, promoting safety. And all that stuff. We're, yeah, it's you know, been a while. It's been it's, doing all the right things. I haven't things, talked to her I, about any of that stuff in a while. I mean, you know, I'm. We should. The whole point of this is to be fun and safe and. It, that should show, and that's not the way it went, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think AJ handled himself very well. He um, kept kept his mouth shut and just kept training hard. Um, I've been, you know, leading up to nationals, I put in about 500 hours of my time just, just you know, critiquing and coaching him. I don't think anybody's put that much effort in, you know. <laughs> At this yeah. point. And, and, uh, and I said it on the podcast. I yeah. said it. I said it a long time ago that AJ was just as a as a bystander uh, from afar watching. Nobody worked harder than AJ last year. Absolutely, I, I would 100% agree with that. Um, you know, you'll have to you'll have to ask AJ when he gets back here. You know, um, but uh, there, yeah, there's some interesting stories leading up to nationals that I'll have him tell you. Um, but that, uh, you know, I think you want to hear, um, but he had, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, he was not playing with a, with a full deck there. He had, he had the chips were not in his favor going into nationals and no. he kept his head down. I, I, I was really proud of him for how well he did and how well he flew considering all the variables, you know, that he was up against. He's a, um, he's a benchmark for, um, mental the the mental game of it because uh mm-hmm. a lot of us know what happened uh, a couple of incidents happened <laughs> prior to to nationals mm-hmm. and uh, i can't wait for him to tell the story uh, so everybody can hear it but um that would have broke a lot of people probably including myself yeah. that just you're just really uh yeah all, having all chicks chips stacked against and, and trying to make it happen and, and the intensity at which he got things done is so freaking inspirational and impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, you said the mental part of it, it's not just, you know, learning how to fly a figure we've got into, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, you know, he probably won't admit this, but he does a, you know, meditation before he goes and flies. He does, gets his timing set by, you know, looking at his watch, closing his eyes, trying to get to 30 and seeing if it's sped up or slowed down does that over and over until he resets his timing. There's just, you know, a dozen things that he, you know, he'll do mentally to prep for a comp- competition that I don't think a lot of other people are doing right now. Um, and it, yeah, well, it I really, could, it, it I paid could off. See results. Yeah. I, I could see the results when we started doing that. So, um, 
you know, and that's you super get this, impressive. I love the mental game. I love that. I love the mental talk of it all. Like, I think, I think it's super cool. And I think, I think meditation is super important in general, but especially getting your head in the game and, and meditating on what you're about to do and calming your body, calming your heart rate, you know, mm. being hyper-focused at what you're about to do. It's, I mean, it, it, it showed, I mean, the, the results spoke for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but <clears throat> Um, what else you guys got? Jeffy? Did Jeffy I was, yeah, no, I was just waiting for you to finish up. Um, so with the, I wanted to get back to figure one. Um, I was letting you guys just totally splurge over AJ and have a love fest. <laughs> about him. Um, uh, what's the story with tailwheel training at figure one? Do you guys have a cub there? Because I remember there was like some sandstorm or something that like swept up the cub, right? Yeah, that, or, was, that was interesting. We have another cub now. But, um, you know, a good friend of mine and I were on our way flying up to Idaho and we landed up in the, we were still in California and we we're spending the night out in this place, uh, the Saline Valley, which is close to Death Valley. Um, and there's this place called Sounds Chicken lovely. Strip. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, a short, uh, landing strip, but it's, it's actually maintained and been there tons of times and the weather forecast was great it showed a system going towards vegas we landed and tied down and we're camping for the night and uh, just before sunset uh, i saw a bunch of dust blowing on the ridge line and it it came it, the storm shifted and came into the valley and within oh yeah within a couple of minutes it ripped the airplane out of the tie downs and we were holding on to the struts and it lifted me off the ground <laughs> Let let go and that you know the airplane took off without us and then we were stranded in the middle of nowhere you know <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway yeah we survived that um, insurance had to hire some military vehicles to go out and salvage that airplane um, how'd you get back we we spent two and a half three days out there. Um, there's there's a you and, you and AJ cuddling with body no, heat. No, it wasn't it wasn't AJ, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a bad picture. <laughs> you know, we we met some hippies, you know, that that had come out there for the hot springs, and they ended up giving us a, a ride back, which just took forever. Yeah, but yeah, we were fortunate. Um, you know, no one got hurt. It was all good, but uh, we ended up getting another cub, a, a clipped wing. Um, Cub, which I which I love. I think it's the ultimate tailwheel trainer um, because you know the, the clipped wings got you know the high wing or higher wing loading and steeper approach, uh, but also has a little bit more aileron authority to deal with crosswinds. Not like the long wing where you got full aileron deflection and the wing's still coming up on you. Um, and you know it actually behaves similar to a pitch. I would say it's got. A, a similar pitch attitude, similar descent profile, better visibility, but you still, you know, don't, you know, you have, uh, you know, limited forward visibility. Uh, right. Just a, a slow motion, great, you know, short coupled airplane, you know, and I'll throw them, throw them in the pits after that. And people do great once they have some clip doing, you know, time under their belt. So. Oh, that's cool. Is it a standard yeah. clip? Like, are there different, if, is there different, this is just me being ignorant about clip wing cubs, but is there different levels to a clip wing? No, it's all, it's a six foot difference, shorter wingspan. So it's, it's significant, but Dang. it's sort of, yeah, That's significant. It's, it's certified. Um, and it, it was an old, uh, air show airplane. Uh, John Hilton did the land on top of the van act, like back in the seventies or something. It, it's got some history. It's a one of a kind, red, white, and blue, you know, flashy paint job. And I'll do some mild aerobatics in it, loops, rolls, and spins, and hammers, and wing overs, and stuff. Um, um, you know, super fun. But but um, uh, yeah, I love that airplane. We're actually uh, working on a little minor restoration right now, doing the fuselage fabric and putting Super Cub tail feathers on it and stuff. So oh wow. It'll be, that's awesome. It'll be fun, fun when it's done. Yeah. So, so yeah. Mark and I were talking, uh, I don't know, like an episode ago or something about the flying advance and then going to unlimited. Um, so you've been training, you know, AJ for a while, um, to say the least. 
and you knew when he was flying advanced. And then, you know, recently or three years ago, he made the jump up into unlimited. How would you describe or just like going from advanced to unlimited? Um, like how it's is a big that? Jump. Yeah, it's a big, it's a yeah. big, it's the biggest category jump in my opinion. Um, and, and it's just, I think it's just more painful <laughs> more than anything. It's, you know, it's, you know, more than just having, uh, you know, more things on the line, you know, and, uh, you know, um, you know, a, a few more maneuvers, it's, you know, you could, you could spend your whole life in advance and probably have more fun in my opinion, but not abuse your body. But if you, if you want to make that jump, I, I think you have to commit. It's a full-time job of, you can't just practice a couple of weeks before a contest and be good. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you, you get the, you, you know, the, the risk of getting the wobblies, you know, screwing with your inner ear, having permanent damage, neck damage, all that stuff. You really got to, you know, AJ, uh, does heavy weightlifting, um, you know, four or five times a week, uh, in preparation for this, you know, um, you know, go, goes to whatever he, he has his chiropractor and everything um to make sure that he's not screwing himself up permanently um you know so i think you got to be real cautious it's not something you just do um yeah you know it's a it's a lifestyle type thing you got to commit to it um but but uh you know respect for doing that you see him after you know a a long practice day and his eyes are bloodshot and he's worn out and he's more dingy than normal and (laughs) 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 so yeah. I, I remember we we tried to do a podcast it's the it's the only podcast we haven't aired and it was with rob holland and aj and uh talking to aj after uh their camp he was he was ripped i mean he was so tired and just like you know i think he was like laying down on the couch yeah, yeah. It, it pop, I think he was popping pain pillows too. <laughs> pain pillows, <laughs> aspirin, shit. You know, it's like it's just been totally brutalized all day, you know? Yeah. It's such a taxing thing on the body. Do you feel bad, like, you know, when you're working on, say, like outside staffs and everything and wh- whatever the rotation is, and you got to keep telling them, okay, do it again, do it again. At what point, you know, or do you have a limit to how many you could do per flight? How do you go about that? Because asking somebody to do it repeat, it's like just getting whipped. <laughs> yeah well (laughs) i'm i'm aj's friend but it depends on which day you ask him because i I beat him up pretty hard (laughs) but you know (laughs) i you know i i I try to minimize like the the real high negative g to a fast rotation um i only do a you know a certain amount of that a day uh because you know that's from everything i hear that's the, the combo that you know tosses the crystals in your ear and kind of leads to the wobblies um it, it's right after that big negative and then fast rotation and um you know i guess whatever the hairs in your ears you, you have more of them on the bottom and less on the top and you know I, I don't know the whole science behind it but that's something you want to be cautious of and lead up to you know um so you know i try to minimize that but i, I try and work outside stuff every flight just to keep that negative g tolerance up um you know, and his G tolerance is, you know, when, when he's at his peak, it, it's hard to phase him. So, um, you know, and it, yeah, because, he's an animal <laughs> because I beat on him all the time. Oh, that's awesome, man. Are you training anybody else at, or just AJ and then, uh, obviously the figure one, I mean, uh, anybody else kind of going outside of I figure mean, one and, and doing his thing? I mean, I've, I've worked with, um, you know, Mario, I've been up to, to Jim's place a couple of times, um, you know, but, it, you know, and I've, I've worked with a handful of people that come out here, practice days and stuff. I was, uh, I was president of the, um, LA aerobatic club for six plus years, whatever. So we'd have our practice days out here and I'd, you know, critique a bunch of people. Um, but you know, right, right now I'm, 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 you know, AJ and my, my regulars, and I've got like the PG&E contract training the, the, uh, power line guys up that training and stuff. I've, I've, uh, my, my wow. plate's full right now. So, um, you know, I, I get a kick out of it though. It kind of, it 
better for my body too, not pulling G's all day. If I can yeah. break up in between flights and do a little coaching, I, I get a kick out of it. So what do you, what do you think is the, awesome. um, you know, cause you train, obviously you train a lot of people and they get a taste of aerobatics. Um, what do you think, um, is stopping them from joining the IAC and, and competing besides, you know, finance, uh, financial. Yeah. yeah finances aside. Um, you know, I think, I think it's a lot of it's word, word of mouth. I think somebody needs to, you know, take somebody by the hand and bring them to a contest. You know, it's not advertising or any of this stuff. I think, you know, it's a, unfortunately there's not a lot of aerobatic flight schools and that's traditionally, that's how people got into uh competition. Um, so yeah. either, either we need that's to That's how I discovered aerobatics. Yeah. And uh, to my knowledge, I'm the only full-time pits guy on the west coast right now uh which is sad you know um you know i it used to be there were everywhere there was you know a couple of places just right here in santa paula at one at one point you know um so yeah. you know I, I think we need to push getting more aerobatic flight schools out there it would really help the sport um you know and then in the people that are at the upper level really promoting the lower level and you know and seeing people that have potential and, and, you know, and just throwing out an invite, you know, real simply. So, yeah. Are you guys yeah. going to go out to uh, Oshkosh as figure one at all? Cause I remember you guys went we, out there one year, right? We, yeah, we did a couple of years. Um, I just did sun and fun. That was, that was my first time. That was awesome. Um, oh, cool. I've, I've got a lot, a lot of stuff going on this summer. I, I'd love to, to make it, but um, yeah, we'll see if not this year, next year for sure. Um, yeah. What brought you out yeah. to uh, Summit Fun? Did you go with Figure One, or did you go to see some people? A little, little of both. Yeah, it was. Um, got the opportunity. Went and talked to the guys at Aviat a little bit. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, and just went out there for the show. You know, uh, it was a really good, really good lineup this year. Um, you know, got got a couple of thunderstorms as, as usual, but um, I think it I think it went really well overall. So. That must have been nice for you to feel raindrops for once. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what is this yeah. wet stuff coming from the sky? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, man. So yeah. Santa Paula, from my eyes, you know, over all the way on the other coast, uh, looks like an incredible place to hang out and, and fly out of. Um, but recently, you know, Mark and I were talking about there's this Game Bird West crew or people that are coming out there and flying and everything. What's going on with that? Yeah. Or do you, what, yeah, what can I you did, say about the game bird? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a great airplane. I haven't had the option to, uh, or opportunity to fly it yet. Um, I was just flying, um, a four ship yesterday with Edon and, and, uh, Sammy Mason and Zach core. Um, and we, we were just having a ton of, ton of fun. Um, you know, dissimilar airplanes. We were, we had, uh, you know, I was in an S2C, Zach was in an S2C, and then we had the Game Bird and Sammy's Edge, um, and, you know, it went off, uh, you know, as perfect as a, a flight can get, um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, and then just watching the, I think the freestyle characteristics of that Game Bird are pretty impressive. Um, yeah. You know, it, that, that's, you know, I, I hear some complaints on, you know, people getting used to the elevator and everything, but I... Um, you know the the numbers are super impressive um, on it, the thousand mile range and all that. Uh, you know, kind of a comfortable aerobatic airplane is a pretty rare thing to find. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I'm gonna. I think I'll hop in it the first chance I get, and I'll be able to tell you more. But um, yeah, if I if I had the money, I'd I'd get one. <laughs> you know, American, <laughs> American made airplane. You can you know, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to you know, wait months for parts. A lot of that stuff's on aircraft spruce and everything. So I think they have a lot going for them. Yeah. It's um, a cool company. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, which we call, I didn't know you, you were flying an NS2C. So you've, you've pretty much flown every variant of pits, right? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of variants. Uh, I haven't flown the model 12. Um, I'd really like to fly the, the S2S. Uh, I hear great things about that. So there, there's still a few that I really I'm looking to, to fly, but the, the one that we've got down here is like the, um, I think there's one other newer 
pits in the world right now. This one only has like 35 hours on it, and it just flies great, you know. What kind of pits uh, is well, it? Yeah, the, the C, yeah. The SCC. Oh, my God. Yeah. Flying a fresh C, I, I can't imagine. Like, the C I flew was pretty – it was pretty clapped out when I was teaching in it, and now it's it's still flying and has been untouched in years and years. <laughs> and I can't imagine how freaking trash that thing is now, but to fly really? a fresh – a fresh sea, oh my god, it must feel so good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, I, I like all the pitches, but I think that they kind of went in a, in a different direction when they had the B model, you know, and they, it's, you know, Curtis left the factory and they just said, oh, let's slap some horsepower on it. But they, you know, the longer fuselage, they had to relocate the wing, top wing, six inches forward. It really changed the you know, the control harmonics and flying characteristics of it. And then when they made the C, they fixed a lot of those problems that feel like a, you know, more like an A, which is kind of my favorite uh, two place, but with the horsepower, everybody loves horsepower. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. I would hate to ask what the price was on the, on the last S2C that so, just went out. The last, last figure yeah. I heard was four four fifty or something like that. Four hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, uh, factory I, new. Yeah. Yeah, and my my friend got a uh, custom order on on one right now that's in the factory. I'm not sure. I think it's you know 30 or 40 percent right now, but um, he might be selling this S2C in in Santa Paula here uh, within the next year. Um, and I'm not sure what he'll be asking for that, but you can I'll, I'll throw it up on Barnstormers or something. You can look for that. It's a yellow and blue one. So, Ooh. Yeah. I like that paint scheme. I saw your double yeah. hammerhead today on it. I was like, "Ooh, that's a nice paint scheme." Oh, you already saw that. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, yeah, I like it, man. I, yeah, I commented double hammers. It, I, it was always so hard for me to get to get that thing to do a consistent double hammer. Yeah, without torquing out. Yeah, so so Sammy's yeah. get Sammy's getting married on Friday. <laughs> what? And, uh, yeah. What? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's locking the locking the wild bull down, huh? Yeah, you believe that? So we're. We were out practicing. We got a we got a little air show, unofficial little air show that we're putting on for him, you know, after his wedding. So that's what we were practicing. The real little formation act and do you know do some some solo freestyle stuff and um yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Is he gonna wear? Awesome. I can picture him wearing his Red Bull Air Race helmet, the American flag <laughs> right. one. The old time. Yeah. <laughs> getting married with it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Sam, Sammy's talking about uh, doing some flight training of his own. He's thinking, you know, he, um, you know, he's he's busy with his jet job and everything. But uh, in his off time, he was thinking about like a air show type freestyle training where you could just go to him if you want to do tumble, learn how to tumble, and you know, double hammerhead and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he I'm, should absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah. So that will be right here in Santa Paula as well. Why not just uh, team he'd up? He'd have a list a while long if he did that. Yeah, no, I think it's great. He, you know, his, his thing is he just, you know, requires people to get spin training first. You know, it's a, you know, one of those things that he feels strongly about as well. So, um, you know, but I, I think that kind of stuff is great. People, I think they get stuck to resty flying for for you know too long of a time honestly develop some some bad habits and they don't know they have them um you know because trying to make things look good for a judge isn't actually you know doing the most efficient safe thing you can you can do you know trying to come out of a even a one and one and a quarter spin or something and square those wings on a downline you know if you hit a accelerated stall you're right back into a spin for example you know, just all kinds of stuff like that. People don't know how close to the edge they are. Um, yeah. Well, and you never learn. Like, if you if you only learn a resty spin recovery, you don't learn real spin recovery. No, no, it's you know. So at first, it's not I'll even teach, spin, really. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, okay, here's here's how you keep yourself safe, and now I'm going to teach you a bunch of bad habits to get into a competition. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, it's so, crazy. So I I really respect you know breaking it up. You know, getting some, you know, recurrency stuff of uh, upset training. If you're flying contests, do that once a year. Uh, or do some freestyle stuff when you're hucking tumbles up high and stuff. It, 
puts you into situations that you've got to think for yourself and it's not all pre-programmed and you're trying to make the maneuver work at all costs. You know, you, you, uh, yeah, you know, you, it, it, you know, I think, I think flying only your resty stuff is not the best answer, you know? Um, you know, yeah. and, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good outlook, especially like when you talk about the tumbles and stuff, like if people that like to see where things error, and that was always interesting to me was, you know, how is this maneuver going to error? And it's like, you know, going out and throwing a left, left and just holding it until, until you just see what happens and being right. able to recover from that. Yeah. Uh, it's so much fun when you can do that with confidence uh, and yeah. just know that you'll be able to recover from it. I love, I love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My, the airplane so, doesn't like it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be, a, that's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah. He's getting married on a Friday. Not a Saturday. Yeah, Everybody yeah, and I got I, I I made sure I had the whole weekend off because I I know what's coming. <laughs> Is it going to be? A, take take the following week off to uh, for recovery too. <laughs> has the has the fire department been called and put on notice? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, honestly, we got a we have a a local cop that that's a pilot and has owns a hangar down here, and he's like. I'll do what I can, but you know we already have some, uh, you know we already have a reputation here in town. So, oh yeah. my God, I hope well, you that guys was uh, that was why that. I read about the PBR shortage in uh, SoCal. <laughs> I read it PBR and a and a uh, natty ice yeah, shortage. Oh my God, that's yeah. funny. So it's going to be at that's the airport. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, on the airport. Yeah, we're doing like the wedding on the. There's like nice grass that's area awesome. that that has the you know nice little garden deal on the west end, and then we got a hangar for the reception and uh, our buddy's band's playing, and yeah, it should should be a good time. So. God damn, you guys have so much fun out there, and we just have positive. It sounds like a blast. It's cool. When I when I first moved here, it was like the the average age on the in the community here was like you know you know uh, 60s to 70s and uh now we've we've kind of taken over we probably have you know a couple of dozen you know 30s and under uh you know all all skilled pilots that that are uh you know i don't want to say too much about santa paula but it's a really good community down here you know it's a people looking out for each other and uh, a lot of motivation um yeah What's uh? Yeah. What's your favorite airplane on the field besides your S two A? Obviously. Oh man, um, there's, you know, there's uh, a a nineteen twenty nine Traveler D four D that I got to fly that was just awesome. It's like, you know, big steerman. You know, you can do some mild aerobatics in it. A lot of antiques down here. We have, uh, I forgot what the last count. It's, there's over sixteen uh, pits uh, on the field. What? Um, yeah, I think it's more than most countries oh have, gosh. you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, totally. Oh, absolutely. It's so deceiving, yeah. too, because you look at Santa Paula, and it looks like a small little airport, but it's just jam-packed with, with freaking primetime aerobatic planes. Yeah, the cool thing is it always has. I'm, I'm like, super honored to do what I'm doing here because you look at the history of Santa Paula, and it's from day one. This is what it was all about, you know? So... so what was the first time that you met AJ and did you survive that day? Oh God. Without getting yeah. curd? So, so AJ and I were talking and we're like, you know, what, what stories can we tell on this podcast? Uh, with the two of us and we came up with zero. They're all, uh, <laughs> Rated, you know, past what this podcast is. So. Oh, geez. How'd you meet him, though? I mean, you moved out there, you said, in 2008. Yeah, um, he, he had already had his Great Lakes, and I saw him putting that around, and then um, got him I can't go. even picture AJ flying yeah. a Great Lakes in, in competition, by it, the way. <laughs> it like... was hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious, man. Yeah, he, uh, oh he was hard on his airplanes, too, you know, he... You know, he he worked at Great Lakes for the Max, and then and then and then he, I think he got a STC after that. You know, and he was flying advanced with it. And if you asked him what the snap speed was, he didn't know at that time. And <laughs> I think he's getting <laughs> oh he's man, getting, he's getting a little more wise. And uh, 
you know, this, this, this was a while back, but uh, you know, he, he he's uh, he's come a long way. Yeah, he, you know, he's got all his altitude gates and everything now, and knocks it off if anything's not to plan. But uh, starting out, he definitely needed, you know, some guidance. I would say. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Santa Paul seems like a close knit community, so it's nice that you guys kind of look out for each other. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's so cool. Any bailing I, people out of jail, keeping <laughs> them out of jail. <laughs> yeah, no it's comment. a shame that there's not a contest at uh, Santa Paula. That'd be cool. We, we, right at the field. we had we had talked about that. There's not a really a great place to to do a wavered box. Um, you know the the setup here. <clears throat> we were talking about doing a non-sanctioned contest uh, down here, but there was some pushback with that for whatever reason. And it was like, if you ever want to fly a contest again, you can't do that. And it was like, I'm not sure how that's related at all, but uh, yeah, we were, we were definitely planning on it and yeah, we kind of, kind of had the, the brakes put on on us recently. So I don't, I, you know, I'd love to have a competition here. Just even just lower categories, just, you know, just something fun, try and get some more people involved, you know? Yeah. Um, how far away is the practice area that you guys use? Well, we've got we've got two. Um, the main the main one is three miles to the east of the airport, which is nice. I mean, the no tower here, obviously. So you take off as soon as the oil's hot, and you're not even at altitude by the time you're in the aerobatic area. Um, so it's you know it's it's ideal, and it's like a twenty plus mile long aerobatic area. Um, so sometimes there's you know uh, five plus uh, aerobatic airplanes all flying at the same time in different places and it, and it works, you know? Um, and then we've got one right over the airport here now that actually Sammy has the waiver. So there's a few of us on that. Um, that's what we were using yesterday for the formation flight. You know, Do you guys get right. any noise complaints or is everybody really supportive of um, it? We, it's been hit and miss. The um, East practice area we had, you know some issues um but you know it's it i think it's just from a few people that really aren't really thinking ahead you know they're <clears throat> you know have the prop pull forward and flying an extra over the same guy's house for half an hour but we you know we're yeah. we're trying to we're trying to break it up every time i coach aj we move to a different spot and you know he's he's he props back and you know um uh, if we want to do sequence stuff we'll go you know, either to the Delano box or out the Fox or something like that, or Brago, um, you know, to push it low. So most of the, he, he does a lot of work on just, you know, really cleanliness of like basic figure geometry and, uh, just really understanding all the figures that it, you know, I think if you're just flying sequences all the time, you're, you're not really doing any good for yourself. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of, higher level competitors out there that it, you had them fly a loop, they wouldn't score well, you know, <laughs> with nothing on it, yeah. you know? Um, no, you know, so AJ's put a lot of focus into, into, you know, bringing it back to the basics, you know, and just repetition over and over. Um, I would say a small percent of it is actually the sequence flying, um, you know, type of thing. And I, I think that it actually is a much better way to train. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Flying full sequences is like by the time you get to the end of an unlimited sequence, you're the quality of oh, the yeah. figure is just not yeah. worth practicing. Yeah, and you can't even think about the mistakes you you made. You know, it's, you're just you're just going through. You know, without yeah, you're on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> Mark, it's, it's, uh, Mark, it's I... not as uh, yeah, it's not as exciting, but it it, it produces results for sure. So, yeah, Makes Mark. Sense. I think we should uh, leave our families and move to Santa Paula. Just, <laughs> just leave our wives, and kids behind, and just go party, party it up at Santa Paula. Let's go, dude! Everybody down there is just like so amazing. It, it, it sounds like it's definitely the place you want to go. Yeah, you just had a kid, right, Chris? I did. Yeah, or well, a year ago. She's she's two and a half now. Yeah. Oh God. So, yeah. Jeez, time, time Louise. Flies. Yeah. Yeah. I, What's it like I, being uh, a daddy? I I love it. Yeah, I love it. She's uh yeah, yeah she makes Isn't it, it easy. Fun? Yeah, and she's she's already into airplanes. I I took her flying when she was five days old and 
And, oh, cool. Um, <laughs> she's, she's already, <laughs> yeah, it's already, you can tell it's already in her blood. So, um, you know, my, my, uh, whatever, four, I'm fourth generation, but my great grandpa had a J3 cub as well. And he, he used to fly to his old factory job in Iowa and land on the front lawn and everything. So that was another reason I went for the, the J3 with some nostalgia, you know. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So you have you have roots in the McCart in the McCartan land of Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Something the McCartan like that. land. <laughs> you guys might be related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um what do you how do you feel about this year's unlimited team? I think they got a good shot. I think they're pretty stacked. You know, I feel great about it if they could make it there. You know? Yeah. What's the latest that you've so- heard? Yeah, we were going to talk about this on another podcast, but uh, let, let's talk about it because uh, I don't know that a lot of people know about what's going on. You know, it's all up in the air right now, as far as I know. Um, it's it's just an insurance, you know, fiasco. You're being, you know, the, the world is in Poland. Uh, that's not the best place on the planet to throw a, you know, a, a, a world competition at the moment. Um, so the insurance companies definitely won't touch any American airplanes. And it sounds like other other countries as well are fighting the same same problem. And so, you know, why would they ship their airplanes? We're up against the deadline now. You kind of have to ship in May or late May if you want your airplane to to be there in time. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's a why not, big question. Why not move the world? Well, it's there's still time to do it. Uh, you know, but I I haven't heard anything you know about that. It's you know it'd be a big project to to move a event like that, but yeah, you know <clears throat> it, yeah. It, it's not going to work. I mean, it it would kind of be unfair to not have the Americans there and have everybody else fly or something like that. Can you really call it a you know a legitimate contest? Um, and yeah, you, you know the other thing you could do is try to rent an airplane, but now you're flying at a, with a handicap. You know, let alone yeah. you know I don't know how what I would trust, uh, you know, somebody else maintaining the airplane, it's set up different. Even if it's another extra three thirty, they all fly different, never you know? Yeah. yeah. Never. So it, and a, those rented airplanes are ridden hard and put away wet. Right. It's, it's a tough decision to make, you know? Um, I don't think anybody Chris, knows. You, have you, you've heard, you've heard other countries are having this issue too. Cause I know, I know it was a problem with the United States not being able to get insurance from, from us underwriters as well as European underwriters, but our other teams are actually having this problem too. You know, I just, this is all secondhand. Um, so I can't say yeah. for sure, but um, yeah, I, I, you know, from what I've heard, I think it's not just the U S but the U S is, it, it looks like it's a definite no go um, from what we're looking at right now. Um, you know, crap. you know what would yeah. fix this whole situation? They're working on it. Fingers crossed, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I bet you that if we sent Joe McMurray in there with a sleeveless T-shirt, this would all be fixed. This would all be it. Yeah, this would be. This wouldn't even be an issue. He would just flex his pecs and just yeah. 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 (laughs) I tell you though, you know, I was thinking about the insurance issue and everything like that, and I'm like, you know, if somebody had, you know, um, I'm trying to be polite here. If somebody wanted to roll the dice and just take a big risk and just like insure everybody. You know, and hopefully nothing happens. I mean, they would be able to make a lot of money. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Well, the problem yeah. is, is I, I so I asked Rob that, and and Rob said that, that you, you can't even really self-insure. Somebody can't just promise the money. Like it's got to be a legit, underwritten pro- policy. I'm so surprised it, that Lloyd's you of can't London. Even I know Lloyd's refuse, and you can't self-insure. So even somebody that's like, hey, I don't care if my airplane gets trashed. Uh, they don't care. Whack doesn't care. But with Lloyd, like they insure, they insured J Lo's ass. That's not even a joke. They they insured some like Stevie Wonder's fingers or something like that. Like <laughs> that's just, crazy. If it, yeah, yeah, they do all that shit. And uh, uh, I'm just I'm shocked that they didn't take it on, especially because they can just they can name their price at that point. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So well, fingers, that sucks. So fingers what, crossed. I, I think we do have a really good team this year. So it'd be really unfortunate to to see it go to waste, you know, and have have to wait another two years. Um, yeah, especially yeah. after COVID. 
Oh uh, yeah, we just missed another one. So it, you know, it'd be a four-year wait. You know, is what we're looking at. Yeah. Um, you know, from start to finish. Um, yeah. Honestly, uh, we should. They should just move it. They should just. We should just do a find some spot in the desert. You know. I mean, why not do it US. here? All the Europeans, you know, they don't mind renting airplanes. It seems, and they're all sharing club planes anyway. Just do it in Union City, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Just be done with I, it. You got my vote. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it might be the only way this thing goes down. <laughs> you know, it's frustrating see, yeah. too because, like, you have the FAI; they're so quick to release a letter about Russia not being invited to the walk during uh, the Ukraine crisis, whatever you mean. Like, like it, you know, it's like that because it's that important during a during a war. But then, like, a simple decision of like obviously having to move the worlds because it's in Poland and there's a war going on can't be done. It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It's we frustrating. Went, we went it's frustrating. from a world pandemic to a world war almost. That's <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> can't, can't catch a break, man. <laughs> oh, man. Never yeah. a dull moment, right? Yeah. yeah Isn't that uh, that Yak 55 based at Santa Paula? What's the, I forget the French guy's name. Oh, I mean, he seems like a very no, cool there's, dude. There's Eric. Uh, Eric Lentz has a 55 here. I don't know if that's who you're thinking of, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all modified and everything like that. Yeah, that's yeah. It's pretty sweet. It, it. I sat, tried to go flying, and I think he he dropped something, and it went in the belly, and he turned right around and taxied back yesterday. But oh, <laughs> did you ever see it fly? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, so, how much better is it than a, like a stock fifty-five? I have no idea. Yeah, I'd have to be <laughs> for that. Yeah, I'm, I yeah, I love I love the way you know yaks fly and everything, but I've you know I've only flown like the 52. Um, I'm not a big yak guy. Not that I not that I don't love them, but um, yeah, no, I I love I love my biplanes. So. <laughs> yeah, so. I was actually um, talking to AJ uh, a while ago, or just messing around and stuff, and um, I thought he might have been moving to an MXS because he was talking about, you know, maybe upgrading to a new SC and then he started training with Rob for a while. And, you know, Rob is all M- MXS and it's a great airplane. Um, is he staying with the SC or is there plans to move into a new airplane? He's staying with the SC. He's got um, one on order right now. So I think it'll cool. be here before the end of the year. Um, awesome. What do you think yeah. the, uh, so why do you think he made the decision to stay with the SC instead of going to the MX? You know, um, I, I'm not sure he's, you know, he's been doing well with the SC, um, you know, and his, his focus is the resty type of plan right now. Um, you know, the MX is, is, is a great playing airplane all, all around, but, um, you know, it's definitely, I think better freestyle type of stuff. And he's, he's focused on the resty. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. What what ultimately made that decision? But um, you know, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that uh, you know it, that is a, a transition to that airplane, and he's he's doing well with what he's doing. So um, yeah, you know, putting the Thunderbolt motor in that, and you know, some of the the newer upgrades and everything, he'll ha- you know he'll have a better airplane. I think he's he's got one of the first serial numbers as his airplane. It was the floor model, is what he's flying now. So he'll, yeah. you know, I, I think it's a, a pretty good step up. He's I like a, that airplane. airplane. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think um, it's sweet. Um, oh, cool. So, so you're saying MX is a terrible aerobatic plane and, and extras are yeah, superior. Just, just horrible. Yeah, horrible airplane. Just, okay. <laughs> just wanted to be clear on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can yeah. quote Chris Olmstead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, what what I would give to have any one of those airplanes, seriously. <laughs> is it frustrating to watch, uh, you know, Rob Holland fly in Santa Paula or Rusty and just like have him tear it up? <laughs> just no, I love it. I love it when Rob comes out. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a hoot. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a good he's a good guy to have around. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, How different is, is his coaching style than because AJ was with. Uh, Nick Timothy uh, before that, and right, he was flying right. a certain way, and then switched to training with uh, you and Rob, and is flying, you know, different, completely different style. Um, ha- like, how different are they? 
Um, I mean, quite a bit, but what I'll say is he got, you know, he got a lot of good stuff, you know, from Nick. Um, yeah. You know, there, there's, yeah, there there's a lot of, uh, you know, decades of info that was passed down from, from Nick. And, um, you know, a lot of the box positioning, you know, just things that you wouldn't think of, um, shooting maneuvers, all the, you know, uh, all the all the technical position side of things. Uh, I think he picked up a lot from Nick. Um, but, um, you know, I'm a fundamental guy and I, there were some gaps when I, when I got him and, um, you know, it's the, I, my recommendation, whether it's a coach or a CFI is don't, don't ever get stuck with one forever. You know, you, you get, you get, uh, tons of valuable info from everybody you fly with. Um, it doesn't even have to be a CFI. You know, I learn a lot from my students. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, I, I think it's important. I think you have to kind of have one main coach mentor whatever you know you want to call it but you know as long as you're not bombarded by all these different ways and confused uh i think you should get as much experience flying with different people as you can yeah what do you like better coaching uh aerobatics or or flying aerobatics oh flying for sure but it's, <laughs> it's fun fun to fun to fun to do the whole picture and break it up for sure so, yeah that's awesome yeah Awesome, awesome, um, awesome. Well, I don't, I don't see AJ coming back. So. That's okay. We don't um, even like. Yeah. We really don't like. Him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, he went running out the door for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys got. Are you going to Borrego, or are you going to go down there, or up no, there? I'm I don't not. know where it is. No, it's a. You know, I'm going to Sammy's wedding instead. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh wow! So AJ isn't even going to be at the wedding. No, I guess he's not. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, terrible. Yeah. What a terrible. He'll have to party remotely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> is Borrego like the best? Is that the best contest on the West Coast? Uh, it's one of my favorites. I, re- I really like the venue down there. They by far have the best box markers. Uh, I would yeah. argue even better than, than Nationals for some years, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Who's and, flying unlimited there? Um, or... You know, if uh, I don't think there's going to be a big crowd this at this turnout you know i think um i think rory might make it um you know and um i i'm not sure besides that besides aj and rory uh might be a small small upper class deal but um last last season um we did it was kind of fun we did we actually got um chapter 49 which was our chapter the la aerobatic club with San Diego Hammerhead chapter 36 and we did a, a combined contest um, where we both put our heads together and had the you know one of the best venues and best contests I've seen I had moto art there was uh, props for like legitimate propellers for trophies and um, all kinds of stuff the cash prizes for um, you know the top three competitors and everything nice. and we, we, had, we had a really fun contest down there i we're we're kicking the idea of doing that again in the borrego fall contest to having a combined uh contest so you know I, yeah when we do it's, when we do that it's it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah. especially yeah the more people the better it's, it's tough having a contest when like 10 people show up yeah and and we had the national you know we had a lot of national judges flowing in you know for for the you know combined contest which it's, oh, it's kind cool. of refreshing. Yeah. It's, it, you know, you get really, you know, complete, honest critique of your work, you know, no, no bias. That, and, that's good. You know, yeah. So yeah, it gets out of the regional bubble. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, you know, I don't think people mean to be biased, but it's a thing, you know, it happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to cut it short, but I got a, I got a runsy. Um, got a dinner date. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk. We, we we brought AJ on and didn't even talk to him. Yeah, I think we're just gonna. I think we should save this and then combine it with when we get AJ on, and then we'll 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 uh we'll just combine it as one episode. You know. Yeah. No, but hey, we'll just let, I say we make this the Chris Olmstead episode. Fuck it, yeah. The Chris Olmstead. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Hates dude. MX loves extra episode. Hate yeah, hates MX loves right? loves pits. That's- that's the summary, right? Extra. <laughs> yeah. Summary. Yeah. yeah. Basically, what Chris, we got out of this episode. Where can uh, where can everybody find you? Can you uh, um, 
plug your stuff, plug uh, your um, your business, Figure One again, and where everybody can find you and follow you? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's pretty simple, homesteadaviation.com. Um, figure One with the number one.com. And just my name on Instagram. So. Not my name. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. You know, everybody should go onto that website and check it out because the scholarships and everything they're doing is, is it's unmatched. Um, I hate to say a a word like that, but you guys are the only ones really doing uh, that many scholarships uh, and related to tailwheel and aerobatics. So it's really cool. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. That's uh it was fun, fun to talk with you guys, and and um, thanks for uh, working uh, through our technical yeah. difficulties. <laughs> yeah, man, that was an <laughs> experience. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been the day. I tell you what, AJ Wilder has been either directly or indirectly involved with every major technical issue we've had on this podcast. Literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, yeah. not even making that up. Not even making that up. No, I wish I was making that up. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Chris. Uh, tell AJ we said uh, uh, stay away. Know, we'll take a rain check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and you're, um, dude, you're welcome back anytime, anytime. Anytime you want to talk about Olmstead Aviation, figure one, shoot the shit. Um, if you want to come tell us about after you guys get bailed out from uh, uh, jail after Sammy Mason's party, <laughs> any, anything, anything you want. This podcast is yours anytime you want it, dude. Right on. Well, thanks. Thanks, Petro. Good talking to you, Mark. Thanks, Chris. Good talking to you, too, brother. Talk soon. All right. Later. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 